This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out again on Old Dan, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. Day by day, going out, riding out on Old Dan, and uh, finding a few folks standing around here and there, and uh, bringing you these messages on divine healing, true and false. And we're coming down to the close there now. We're looking at blood redemption and divine healing. Oh, my friend, blood redemption and divine healing. And we just got started in that section, and we're going to be there for a day or two. Right now, I want to play you another one of our gracious old choir songs, Impatient Heart, Be Still. Would you like to hear that? Oh, my friend, what a gracious choir we had at one time.
Amen. Anxious heart, be still. Let me ask you, has your heart ever been anxious over your soul's welfare? Have you labored day and night seemingly trying to be saved? Would you just look to the Lord? Would you just come on, look to the Lord? You know what salvation is, my friend? Trust in the Lord. Oh, I know what takes place. Sin has to be broken. Pride has to be broken, brought down. But the Lord does that. You can't do it. No, dipping soup can't do it. None of those things. But my friend, salvation is knowing the Lord, knowing him in the forgiveness of your sin. He said, forgive them, Lord. They know not what they do. I just ask you, are you are you resting uh, now in the arms of Christ? Is he is he yours and you his? The old trailblazer is concerned about your soul. You know, I mentioned to my congregation a day or two ago, the old trailblazer... Those of you who I speak to, did you know I'm responsible for your soul? If I'm not true to you one day, I'll have to stand and give an account. Why? Why I miss, miss telling you to trust the Lord. Why I, I brought you error instead of the truth. No, I don't want to do that. And I don't want you to rail on me at that great white throne. No. Did you know there'll be preachers there with their whole congregation? Why, you say, trailblazer? Because there's no truth. They're not preaching the truth. They're, they're, they're deceived themselves, and they have a deceived audience. My friend, folks now don't want the truth. Did you know not many folks want the truth? No. You, you, just, you, you just try that out. You ask folks, are you saved? And they'll give you the craziest look you ever had in your life. They'll want to know what zoo you broke out of. No. So I asked my folks here, I said, don't ask folks what church they go to. It doesn't matter. Ask them, is Christ real to their heart? So let's get back to our study on divine healing and blood redemption. And uh, let me say here, frankly, truthfully, again and again, that when you confuse blood redemption with any other doctrine, I don't care what it is, you have no salvation for a lost soul. When you confuse blood redemption with bab- and baptism, you don't get a new birth, you get an abortion. And when you confuse blood redemption with divine healing, you do not get salvation of lost souls, no. All through the word of God, from Genesis to Revelation, blood redemption stands out in boxcar letters. Plus nothing, minus nothing. You know what that boxcar letters means? When I was a child, a railroad came through up here in our little town. Once in a while, a train come through. Big old freight train, long freight train. Well, on the side of those cars, those boxcars, the freight cars, they had uh, the name of the freight company. Uh, ICX or LTD or whatever it was, but they were in large letters where you could see it half a mile off. And that's what we call boxcar letters. But my friend, uh, all through God's word, blood redemption stands out in bold letters, just like boxcar letters, plus nothing, minus nothing. Now listen, listen, that's true. It is the golden card of blood that runs through the entire word. You know anything about that uh, golden strand of cord that Rahab had there? Rahab, the harlot, and when when the city of Jericho was being besieged, and Joshua and and Caleb went in there, and and uh, the two spies, whoever they were, and they found themselves in the apartment or in the dwelling place of Rahab, and they, the Bible calls her Rahab the harlot. She had sold her body. But the Lord had gotten a hold to her, saved her, and gave her grace. 
And she protected those two men. And they told her that the city was going to be destroyed. But if she would hang this scarlet line, a rope, you, you and I call it a rope, a scarlet rope had a scarlet line in it, hang it out the window. And when the, when the city was besieged and, and, and torn down, that, that little section, that little apartment or whatever it was, would be saved. Her and all that were in there with her, my friend. Isn't that a picture though, of how we want our children to come into the fold? Do you have lost children, my friend? I do. Oh, if they would come into the fold. But when they left, they hung that scarlet line out that window. And later on, they marched around the city. You remember the story? They marched around the city one day, marched around it again. And then the seventh day, they marched around it seven times. And the priest blew the ram's horn. And those walls, those walls just began to crumble down and crumble down, just like bricks piling up, like we see uh, implosion now in large buildings. They come all the way down. That's the way that building did. But that little section there, I don't know how large it was or how high it was, but it stayed upright. And those spies went in there and, and rescued Rahab and her family. Oh, my friend, what a what grace. All signified by the scarlet line, the, 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 the bloodline, the, the line representing the blood, my friend. Oh, isn't that true? Isn't that true, my friend? Listen, it's that golden card, that, that card of blood that runs through God's word. Minus nothing, plus nothing. When you read baptism or church membership or doctrine or divine healing or any other thing into blood redemption, then, my brother, you rend it powerless, hopeless to save one soul. Listen, would you listen? Would you sit up there and listen, fella? You may be half asleep. Would you sit up and listen? In Genesis 3.21, you find that Adam and also his wife did the Lord. God made coats of skin and clothed them. Here we have blood redemption in the Garden of Eden. My friend, I've told this not long ago. Folks, make fun of the coats that the Lord made for Adam and Eve, like they were kind of like a bear skin or, or, or something. But I believe the Lord treated those skins. He killed the animals and caught the blood, told the story of how Christ would come. But those skins were made into beautiful, beautiful robes. Nothing, nothing is too good for our Lord, my friend. The Lord is not stingy and scabby and scroungy. No, sir. He made the best it could be made. And, and he told them how that Christ would come and shed his blood. Oh, when Adam and Eve repented of their sins and looked to, looked to the Lord, he forgave them, clothed them with what? With those skins. But they represented his righteousness. Here we find blood, shed blood in the Garden of Eden, but no mention of divine healing. They were saved, saved by the blood of the crucified one. This was the beginning of the new race. Their coats of skin were types of, of the righteousness of Christ, the Son of God. My friend, we could just dwell there, couldn't we? We could stay there for a long time. Our time gets away so quickly. But let me just ask you, are you, uh, do you appreciate the old trailblazer? If you would, I wish you'd write me, email me. My email address is pastor at radiomissions.org or write to me, 
at uh, Radio Missions Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana. And then, if you would, help me with the broadcast. Also, I want to mention, we have Pastor Shelton's book here now on demon possession. It's $3. And uh, that's what we want to do, good sound devotionals by the good old writers. Nothing modern. We don't do modern stuff, my friend. The old trailblazer is not modern by any stretch of the imagination. No, sir. But it's old time. Old-fashioned religion is what we have here, the good old days, my friend. We preach the old Puritanic doctrines. Folks ask me sometimes, said, Travelers, what do y'all preach? Well, we preach that Christ died for sinners. Are you a sinner? Christ died for sinners. If you write me, I'll send you our mission statement telling you what all we do preach and how that God saves a sinner. If you do it, I'll be glad to send it to you. Just ask me for the mission statement. And then, if you would, sit down and help me. I often say, go out there in the backyard and dig up that old coffee can. Send me $100 out of it. But this is the old trailblazer. Remember my mailing address? Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my phone number, area code 225-664-8658. Goodbye.